0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to this Friday, the 17th day in February of 2023. I'm your host, Michael Kimmett, bringing you four of the most crucial current events in cyber and technology that you need to finish off your week. And we're gonna get started with a crypto miner. Crypto miners are malware that make it on your system and then use your hard earned electricity and computing resources to solve complex mathematical equations supporting cryptocurrency, which generates whoever's doing it a significant amount of that cryptocurrency in some cases. Well, if you use Windows, you need to make sure that you're patched because this later, latest crypto miner is fairly advanced uh, conducting a number of operations on a computer and it gets onto your computer by abusing three different flaws from 2021 which when put together are known as proxy shell proxy shell was huge in 2021 with thousands of organizations having to immediately patch and hundreds falling victim to criminals doing things ranging from ransomware to data theft and now we see people almost two years later still not patched because this crypto miner is making some criminals a lot of money. So, if you use any kind of Windows system, go ahead and patch because you could be the victim of a crypto miner if you don't. And while you're patching, go ahead and patch your Clam AV or Clam Antivirus. Clam AV is a great open source tool. That, as the name implies, scans for viruses to help keep you safe. So if you're using ClamAV, thumbs up. You are security conscious, and that's great. The problem is that the ClamAV open source engine had an issue with its HFS Plus file parser component. Now, if that's a mouthful, that's okay. What you need to know is that an attacker can remotely trigger your ClamAV appliance or setup to gain access to execute code or in the process of doing so can actually brick that application, which is known as a denial of service condition. In other words, your CLAM-AV and potentially the system it's on just simply won't work anymore. This is listed as critical. It is tracked as CVE 2023-20032, that's 2023-20032. And again, there is a patch. It has been identified by both ClamAV and at Cisco. So if you use ClamAV, patch now, uh, because while criminals aren't abusing this yet, they are almost certainly going to very soon. We're going to move from antivirus to cars. If you drive a Hyundai, you need to go to your dealership, specifically if you drive an Elantra, a Sonata, or a Venue. Hyundai has said that they are aware of a very popular theft technique being promoted on social media channels and TikTok impacting these vehicles. In the very popular TikTok video, individuals remove the cover of a steering wheel revealing a USB port, which can be abused to bypass the key fob mechanism for push-start vehicles. In short, when you push that start vehicle button, It looks for a specific code to your key, and if the key is not within range, it won't start. Well, that USB port allows criminals access to the system, bypassing that, which could result in your vehicle being stolen. So, there's a campaign that started on the 14th of February by Hyundai that will update or patch over 4 million vehicles, and so what you need to know is that if you drive a Hyundai, you should be getting a call. And if you have not, you need to call to ensure that your vehicle is patched and not at risk of being stolen. We're going to end today on a very complicated topic that involves an airline in Scandinavia, an anonymous hacktivist group in Sudan, Russia, Turkey, the Quran, and NATO. Yeah, all very complicated. So here's what happened. The Scandinavian airline is a airline in Europe, and it warned passengers that they had a recent outage of its website and its mobile app, and that when that was being brought back online, that same, quote, cyber attack that caused that also, quote, exposed customer data. Now, the cyber attack caused the malfunction so that when it was working immediately after, um... Passenger data was visible to other passengers, such as contact details, full name, first and surname, as well as email address, your previous and upcoming flights, and the last four digits of your credit card number. And that's actually really bad because it means that you can be fished. <laughs> Someone knows uh, when you're traveling, so they now have your email address. They can convincingly create a phish saying, hey, click here for your upcoming travel. That's not something that you want to be targeted with, because it's very convincing. You probably will click on it to see what you need to do to travel. So that's very bad. But the complicated part is that a threat actor group out of Sudan, known as Anonymous Sudan, are claiming credit for this attack. Now, they say that they conducted this attack be, to object to uh NATO applications in the region uh because they say that in turkey there was a turkish embassy uh in stockholm sweden so in turkey there was some uh resistance to expansion of nato allegedly according to this group and allegedly in january of this year in sweden in front of the turkish embassy some nationalist groups burnt the holy quran to protest turkey's protesting of nato expansion that's very complicated so i'll break it down for you turkey allegedly was against nato expansion to protest this objection to nato expansion in sweden in front of the turkish embassy some groups burnt the quran and in sudan Uh, Anonymous Sudan took offense to the objection of the objection and conducted this attack. Now, it's unclear exactly um, why Sudan uh, or anonymous uh, hacktivists in Sudan would be so interested, other than that they could be um, very sensitive to the burning of the Quran, which is a uh, very disrespectful thing to the Muslim faith. So um, there's also some implications here because Sudan is very much a pro-Russian state, which is also super against NATO, uh, so much so that they invaded Ukraine. Uh, The basis for that invasion was largely NATO-driven or NATO opposition-driven, if you will. So there's a lot of geopolitical tension going on here. Now we're adding in the Quran and a lot of religious tension as well, and it is a boiling point for if you are in Eastern Europe, be on high alert for cyber threats directly related to how your country, your region, your workplace, your community uh, is outspoken about these issues because while it's great to voice your opinion, to organize, to affect change, you will face opposition in this case from anonymous Sudan and it could result in your data being stolen. That's going to do it for me today. Thank you all so very much. Have a fantastic and outstanding Friday. Stay safe, stay strong, stay healthy. We'll see you bright and early on Tuesday. Monday's the day out for me. And so until then, I'm Michael Kimmett signing off. Ciao. Welcome back, listeners. Today's tip of the cap goes to Marion Payne, a rower. She's getting a sincere tip of the cap for completing one of the hardest challenges on the planet. She recently just broke the record for solo rowing across the Atlantic Ocean She departed the Canary Islands in December and rode for 59 days, 16 hours, and 36 minutes unassisted, solo, and without uh, any kind of food, water, or other elements. Uh, She arrived in Antigua on Friday, successfully becoming the fastest person to complete this challenge. So to you, Marion Payne, for your outstanding dedication, a sincere tip of the cap, and please keep on rowing.